Welcome back to our podcast, What I Love About Bell with Hillary Cole, episode 10. And joining us today, we have Hillary Cole, as always, our direct consumer manager. Hi, Hillary. Hi. And our winemaker, John Hazak. Welcome, John. So, Hillary, what is happening at Bell? Um, well, we've, as we've been talking about for months and months, we finally uh, officially launched the new uh, Scoundrel label. Um, so that uh, that launch is behind us, and he's well on his way into his new life. Uh, so we can kind of pivot back uh, our focus uh, back to you know, Bell and uh, getting getting back to that, you know. Obviously, our focus never left Bell in that brand, but, you know, Scoundrel with, with his little transition needed a little bit more uh, focus than he normally gets. Uh, so, um, yeah, leaving the year with, um, you know, that kind of going into the holiday season, just finished um, getting the holiday gift sets together. Um, for the first time, we designed a custom um, gift box uh, for the holiday season that I'm really excited about. Um, it'll be a gift set that we've never offered before um, with different items in it that's never been offered before. So um, looking forward to that release. So that email will be coming out. Um, and right now is, is really my favorite time for, for visiting wineries. Like, uh, I know most people really enjoy visiting wineries like in the thick of harvest and everything when there's so much energy. But right now when it's quieter and as we're approaching uh, Thanksgiving and then going through, you know, January, like this time of year when you've got those color changes, um, you know, when the when the hills are green instead of gold and the vines are, are brown and, and get those deep fall tones and everything, this is to me the best time. Uh, this is when... Uh, the production crews are, you know, a little more relaxed and taking their breaths and, uh, you know, the, the uh, hospitality crews and the, and the sommelier teams are able to kind of like take a breath as well. Um, I, th I think this is the best time to, to be at a winery. Um, and so for me, like this is also when I like to get out as well. So um, as far as around here at Bell, um, I think it's, that's kind of where we're all at. We're kind of catching our breath from harvest. Um, very excited about going into this uh, end of the year phase with like getting, uh, you know, this year's, this vintage's wines to bed, um, getting everything ready for the holiday season. Um, Personally, me doing my annual trip to uh, to France in January, where I'll go and visit, um, you know, a, a bunch of French um, houses while I'm there, um, and kind of take advantage of that, you know, my favorite time of year while I'm over there, um, and then come back and, and start it all over, you know. But uh, definitely, while we're in that transition, also visiting some of our friends in the valley, um, and I think this is a great time to come out to Napa and um, really get some time in with some of your favorite wineries. Um, so yeah, just getting those holiday sets together and getting ready for the holiday season. And then um, as John and I have been talking about a couple of uh, bigger projects, you know, this is what we do, we love projects around here. So John and I have been talking about a couple of uh, bigger projects for going forward that uh, he's gotten to follow up on a little bit. And I think that's, I think we'll turn it over to him for that. Hey everyone. Um I just wanted to give a quick update on what's going on around the winery. Uh, 2022 harvest is over. Uh, all the wines are officially put to bed and um, we are actually uh, finishing malolactic fermentation in barrel and cleaning up some of the wines, getting them back to tank, cleaning up the barrel from any sediment that has fallen to the bottom of the barrels. 
uh, and now, now begins the true aging process. Uh, the lighter reds will spend about a year and a half in barrel, and the ca big Cabernets will spend two years at this point. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, again, a slower, quieter time, but still plenty of action going on. Um, also, this time of year, with harvest aside and things you know moving smoothly, it allows me to get back to a lot of the things that I don't always like, like paperwork, regulatory stuff, mm -hmm. but uh, also, like Hillary said, some other projects. Um, one of the ones that I am revisiting is actually our Napa Green certification. Um, when Napa Green was first put together in around 2005 to 2008 period, it was a little bit looser, um, still run through the Napa Valley Vintners organization. So it was uh, a little more hodgepodge, but doing the right thing, going the right direction. Um, requirements were there, but not necessarily enforced quite as much. Uh, now they have really become their own entity. And we, um, we were certified until 2019, and then they went through this change period where it's become a lot more holistic. It's a lot more about um, total environmental stewardship and it is now uh, you know, front to back. It is the vineyards, what we do in the vineyards, what we do in the winery, and I'm talking about the entire facility, not just winemaking, but also on hospitality side, administrative side. Uh, it's, it is a lot more of a complete program, which also means that the requirements are a lot more you know, fierce. And um, we are going down that pathway uh, we are on a challenging site. We are next to a creek, and we are in a floodplain area, so it is challenging for us, but we are going to do everything we can to do what we need. We already have installed some insectary rows uh, between the creek and our vineyards, um, doing everything we can to protect uh, pollinators that come into the vineyards. Uh, and what this, a lot of this entails is a restricted or prohibited use of pesticides, uh, in order to protect our biome, our whole environment. Um, water use, water efficiency, energy efficiency, anything that connected to greenhouse gases, uh, sustainability of the soils. We've come a long way. I think uh, that you know, a lot of people may remember the uh, 70s, 80s, DDT, other, uh, you know, people were using pesticides in a more rampant way without considering consideration for the environment and I think uh, in the last few decades we've around the world especially in our industry we've realized how bad that was for the environment um, and we are really taking steps to make sure that does not happen again and what we do is sustainable and protecting of our environment so it's a big program a lot of steps are uh, you know we have to go through a lot of steps but I think it's doing the right thing. It's social equity, it's protection of our environment, and uh, making sure that we, you know, leave a great industry for you know generations to come. So we're uh, we'll be working on that quite a bit. Yeah, and I'm excited that we're doing that. And I, I, we've um, kind of started touching on this project earlier in the year, even just uh, in making our glass selections for different wines going forward. You know, we've, we've had a couple bottles that are quite heavy. Um, and even just in electing to go with um, lighter glass for some of the wines um, and really moving forward to um, discontinue the use of that really heavy glass um, to, to help reduce our carbon footprint. Um, 
and you know considerations such as that you know just uh, like you said the, the stewardship and and the paying attention to the the changes that we can make um you know the the incorporation of um you know getting into lighter cardboard boxes that could be recycled and you know starting to kind of move away from the wooden boxes not that the wooden boxes can't be reused and repurposed but um they're extremely heavy for shipping purposes um that's all carbon footprint things that are all things that will have to be examined and I think that um, you know I, I'm, I'm glad that these are things that that we'll be taking a look at yeah they are part of the program uh, all aspects of our business are looked at and uh, and we have consideration for all of those steps and if we want to pursue pursue this we do have to make you know some hard decisions here and there but uh, it's doing the right thing well, that's very exciting and obviously very important. So keep us posted on the Napa Green certification yeah. process. Yeah, I think uh, one thing that is definitely out there is you hear about organic, you hear about sustainable, and they're important words, but I think they've been uh, less defined in the past. Mm -hmm. And part of this is defining what do those mean and, you know, and having measurables, having goals against all those. You know, Absolutely. So Wonderful. Yeah. Good. And then stay tuned for our holiday pack. We're excited to share our offerings this season. As always, Hillary, um, as we wrap up our podcast 10, super exciting. What do you love about Bell? Um, you know, coming on the, on the heels of this um, discussion about, uh, you know, kind of pursuing a genuine, true sustainability uh, route. I think after this full year of some really huge projects, you know, this is podcast 10. So this has been since, Fe since February, September, <laughs> <laughs> since February, talking about several major, huge projects. And um, I love that we're not tired yet. Um, so I, I, guess, I guess that would be it. So like, we're not tired. Like we're, we're, we've still got the energy after um, a year's worth of challenges, a year's worth of huge gains and a year's worth of huge um, projects. We're still on the horizon of looking at more, you know, looking at more gains, looking at more large projects. We're not tired. We're still going. The motivation is there. Yes, the motivation energy is there. Energy and motivation. Awesome. Thank you for joining us today. It certainly is a beautiful time to visit. So we look forward to seeing you soon. For more information, give us a ring or visit our website, bellwine.com. <laughs>